Hey, 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 welcome everyone. Good morning, man. Kevin. Ooh. BJ. Like that shirt. Just just talk. Looking give your, good. Give your greeting. Looking good. Hey, uh, we are starting something new today. New series today. It starts today. It's it was gonna a, be it's kind of an accidental series. An accidental series? Yeah. Ooh, these are even more fun. Yeah. They're more, they're actually, they are. I mean, you plan them. Those are great. Thank the you. The accidental ones? Fantastic. Hey, welcome. You are listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, joined by my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new to the podcast, we release a new one every Wednesday. Uh, you can uh, remind yourself every week by just hitting a subscribe button, and it will let you know. It will notify you uh, on any of those platforms that you're part of. Also, share with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, and rate and review if you're on Apple, uh, Apple Podcast. Do that. You won't believe how a few extra minutes will absolutely help get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online online to find out more about the Leading Hope community and get updates. But today, Kevin, a new series. Today. Do you want to tell us the series uh, name? So this is uh, how it came about. Yeah. And then I'll give the name. Okay. Is I started, uh, I was just kind of working through some stuff, trying to, I don't know the like buzzword is, I was trying to process, but that's such an overused, over like used phrase all the time. I was just going through some stuff and started working through some stuff on frustration. Oh, and uh, you gave it away. Wasn't even intending for it to be for the podcast. Nice. I was just kind of like, all right, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm going through. And then I realized that we had about three, four weeks of content here and what was intended to just be my own thoughts working through that I thought could be helpful for someone. So there you go. We're talking about frustration. frustration. So episode 96, the title today is Embrace the Frustration. There was a lot of enthusiasm, but you didn't do the 9-6 thing. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed. Man. Try again. Call me out. Go. Do it again. Episode 9-6, Embrace (laughs) the Frustration frustration. So this <laughs> episode today, and we're going to talk about this for the next couple of weeks, uh, comes with a confession, and I'm sure you could guess what it is from the title. And that is this, is I am always frustrated. I know this is like an incredible Hulk confession of my secret is I'm always mad. I'm not always mad, but I am almost always frustrated. And I'm always frustrated in a couple different areas. Um, I'm always frustrated in terms of leadership. I always think we should be further along than we already are. Now, things are like, for us as a church, COVID, pandemic, everything else, uh, honestly, I look at it, look at statistically, I look at stories, I look at all these other pieces, and I go, man, these things are in a great spot. This is fantastic. And yet within me is always this feeling that we should be further along than we currently are. I am always frustrated uh, with how I feel a sermon went. Anytime I have a public speaking event, be it in church, on a weekend, or something else, I am always frustrated with how it goes. I always get done and walk off, and I'm thinking through, I wish I would have said this. Oh, I left this out. Oh, I should reorder this. Oh, I wish I would have put this part in. And I was talking to a member of our staff who's newer to speaking and they were going through and they're like, yeah, I just, I got done and I just, I I was kind of frustrated and I just looked at him and I probably should have been more encouraging, but my statement was, welcome to the rest 
of your life. <laughs> like there is no time that you're going to be going through this that you're not frustrated. I'm frustrated like relationally parent like my goodness, I always feel like it's kind of same dynamic. I heard this years ago and we've mentioned this on this podcast of a pastor of a large church who said, "Hey, in a team of 12, two are always pointed the wrong direction." <clears throat> Man, four kids, one of them's always pointed the wrong direction. I can tell you, like the percentages still play out. If you would have had less kids, maybe I would have gotten them pointing the right direction more often. Before one of them's always the wrong direction. In our team, like somebody's kind of always misaligned. Somebody's always not firing all centers. Sometimes it's me, yeah. to be perfectly honest within there. But I, I look through all this and I just go, man, there is so much of my life that is just constantly frustrating. And for the longest point in time, okay, this is where before you refer me to like, oh my goodness. Somebody needs to give him a hug, something yeah. like that. Like before there's a thing, uh, I want you to understand that for the longest time, um, I was aggravated by that. I was, in a word, frustrated by my frustration. It was like, why am I always frustrated? And over time, what I have really learned is that is the leadership bias in me. The leadership bias in me is to always be aware of where we could be and at times even where we should be in light of where we are in the moment. The leadership perspective always sees what is, what could be, and not just what is. Let me say that actually correctly. The leadership perspective always sees what could be and not just what is. And that in and of itself is frustrating. Now, there are there are times that this can lead to the absolute worst in you. Like there are times that this can drive you and, and you can't celebrate anything good. You're always angry. You're always mad. And so like there is a way for this that it becomes really, really unhealthy in life. Uh, ways in which you have completely unrealistic expectations that drives people to the point of exhaustion. And those need to be like, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, but what I want to just share with you right now in this moment in terms of what I'm learning about myself, what I'm learning about my own leadership is just that I used to want to eliminate the frustration, but what I've understood is that leadership perspective is what drives us forward. And so instead I'm choosing to embrace the frustration. I want to embrace the frustration in healthy ways because if I eliminate it, nothing gets better. So let me give you just like Man, some easy examples of what this looks like in my own life. And my hope is I'm going through this. My hope is that you're going to hear this and you're going to go, ah, it's not just me. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean necessarily that we're all dealing with it in healthy ways. But my hope is just to be able to go, hey, this is where I am. This is this is kind of how I process through things. So uh, we have one of our favorite events. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, one can't of my, wait. <laughs> one of my favorite events on the year is Hope Week. It's we take a yeah. week to serve and love our community, to just communicate the hope that we have through physical, tangible actions, building relationships. Amen. And I participated in Hope Week every single night. And every single night, I thought and made a note, this could be better <laughs> next year. <laughs> and I had a list. I was like, these are the ways in which Hope Week could be better next year. Another huge event that we have as church is what we do, Best Weekend Ever. It's an easy invite to bring friends into church. We go all out to show how fun and engaging church can be, how exciting it is. Yeah. The church is not meant to be endured. It's meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> and so we go all out on it. And like Saturday night, service has been done for 45 seconds 
and we've already gathered together and we've got a list of things we're going to change between Saturday and Sunday. It's true. And like, I want to be clear, Saturday went great. It was awesome. Like service was awesome. And sometimes uh, people on our teams, it, it usually takes people, I don't know, say maybe a couple months, usually a couple weeks to learn this. People say, oh, so is like, is it just like a practice run Saturday? Because we're always changing stuff, or is it just a practice run Sunday at nine? Because we're always changing stuff, and to go, we will always change stuff. Yeah. Until it is the final service. Yeah. <laughs> like I will tweak things in the message. Sometimes I'll overhaul the message entirely because it's just not clicking. Like there is always a way for it to be better, and I always want to figure out the way for it to be better. And so this is just like. Man, this is just a little glimpse to go, hey, as I go through these things, uh, typically every single week, I have people who give me feedback on the message. And I don't want to know just after Sunday because I can't make it better at that point in time. I want to know between each service, hey, this worked. When you changed this, this worked. When you moved this story here, this worked. Sometimes I'm figuring out on the fly, I'm going, oh, this is not clicking. I'm looking out into the congregation, looking at their faces and going, I need to throw away what I've got on the outline at this point in time. And I need to go a different route because this isn't working. And so this is what I want you to see. That's, that's kind of what it looks like. If you eliminate that frustration, okay, if you rid yourself of frustration, everything will stay as it is. If I'm not frustrated by something, I can't make it better. That frustration is the very context for growth and improvement that is needed. No one ever looks at their life as a whole, whether it's physically, relationally, spiritually, emotionally, all of these things and go, man, this is great. Yeah. It should change. Yeah. I am perfectly satisfied with how all things are. Let's make it better. <laughs> like that has never happened. If you're perfectly satisfied by how it is, you will keep it exactly how it is. Yeah. And so what happens is, is the precursor to growth, the precursor to improvement is frustration in your life. I got a couple quick notes as to what that looks like. The, for, the source of frustration within yourself is what enables you to make things better. The source of frustration with a member of your team is the growth they will have in the future. The source of frustration within the conversation is the tension point that will keep you grounded. I don't know if you've ever had a conversation, be it like team, group of friends, something like that. And there's always the person who disagrees, like, or always the person who like, wait, why'd you say that? That's not what we're talking about. Oh my goodness, we're having this conversation. Why are you trying to take it to this conversation? And that is frustrating in a word it is frustrating but that source of tension will usually spark innovation and keep you grounded in other areas that are needed and so some people will hear this and you may think well i'm not frustrated well here's my note for you today you should be frustrated by your lack of frustration <laughs> i know that sounds ridiculous <laughs> and preposterous but if you're not frustrated by anything in your life then you're not going to make anything better and so what does that look like maybe spend some more time dreaming about how things could be spend some more time imagining the way things could be different vision casting maybe expose yourself to people who are further along than you are you may go perfectly satisfied with this with that i don't know maybe you need to look at something else because the only context you have is your current circumstances and if you look at the context of something that's better i don't mean for envy or jealousy or anything like that but i believe that we are meant to cultivate to create and to make things better. So 
In this series, this accidental series, we're going to talk about a number of different things. Next week, we're going to talk about how to make the best of your frustration and not just allow your frustration to get the best of you. And we're going to have a ton of fun doing that. But I want you to know you can make things better. And in order to do that, don't eliminate, embrace your frustration. V, what do you want to get into? Oh, man. Uh, we you First. Know, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know this is you as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I always, and, and sometimes, like you said, it can be a detriment. Yeah, um, for it sure. It certainly can be. It, yeah, and um, but it more more often than not, not to throw, I'm not going to put percentages on it because that's ridiculous, but <laughs> there, more often than not, being frustrated about what you're currently in yeah. is going to help you make what you're in not what you're in any longer. That's good. So if I'm frustrated, I'm going to be able to move past it. But here, we, we, we did some stuff about this real early. I don't know if you remember what podcast those were. I mean, we're talking, we're talking, feels like years ago. We, we talked, talked about, about the problem, right? And that's where the problem is a frustration. That's why we're leaders. We talked about, yeah, if there are no problems, there is no need for leadership. So quit complaining about the problems. Right. And so going back to that, I shouldn't complain about being frustrated either if I know what it leads to. Absolutely. And so you said, you said, uh, talking about from a leadership perspective, everything that you look at from a leadership lens, talk about, um, control is a bad word. How do you, uh, how do you, how do you, uh, harness that perspective in good ways and not negatively uh, impact your day to day? Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> you said you were going to give us some real juicy well i mean this is part <laughs> this is part of what i'm working through mm -hmm. i mean it really is and and to say that i don't have a great answer that's yeah. not a long answer yeah but i think one of the one of the biggest things that i just want to set in today is there are so many voices that say you shouldn't be frustrated yeah and that's what's said. And it's almost in a context of like frustration is a bad thing. Don't be frustrated. This is fine. Don't be frustrated. This is good. Maybe the, here we go. That's the phrase we need there to hang on to. Don't be frustrated. This is fine. Yeah. Well, in some areas of my life, I don't want fine. Right. I want better than fine. I want more than fine. Yeah. And if I'm like, there's some areas I'm fine with fine. Right. Like this, my garage is a little bit of a mess. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I don't care. It doesn't frustrate me. Yeah. But there are other areas of my life that if I'm fine with how it is, I will never move forward. I will never grow. And there are so many voices that go, don't be frustrated. Yeah. And we need to be a counter voice at times goes, no, be frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you can make it better. That's good. I'm I'm curious, and I don't want to get too far ahead because we have probably at least three more of these frustration episodes that are coming. In some of those, are we going to determine where it's fine and where it's not? Are we going to look into that? Because We're going to do our best. I think that's powerful, right? Because that will help people uh, find out what matters. Yes. Because if it doesn't matter, then you shouldn't be frustrated by it. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember, uh, so here's a, let me let me go way back. So early first role I had in ministry, I was a youth pastor. Here we go. Uh, at a church. Yeah, this is going to be, and I know this is going to sound like this is, this is actually really emotional for me oh. and no one's going to care. No. And that's perfect. Like it's one of those things that it meant you started something. this by talking about needing a hug. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm good. I, I just say like just the, the significance and symbolic nature of what I'm talking about. 
it's one of those things. It, it's not going to mean anything, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And uh, there was a line, one of my favorite bands is The Killers, and they had this new album out called Sawdust, Unnecessary Information that I should have learned to cut out from a storyteller series. <laughs> There's a line from one of the songs that I listened to over and over again, and the, lo- the song began with, no one ever pulls the strings around here. Meaning this idea of like, they let things just go and be sloppy. Like, and so they, they don't pull it together yeah. to make it tight, to make it how it should be. And it was, no one ever pulls the strings around here. And I don't really mind that it's starting to get to me. Mm. And I'm just living in a context that did not pursue excellence in uh, any way, yeah. that did not care about anything. And it was like, even my strivings for excellence were met with frustration with others. It was like, well, why are you spending on that? Why are you working so hard on this? This doesn't matter. And I'm like, it does. Yeah. And I don't mind that I'm becoming bothered by the fact that you're not bothered. Mm. And man, I listened to that over and over again, probably to an unhealthy level to yeah. the point of like, I don't really mind at all. I'm like, That's now powerful. I was getting angry. But it was this sense of if I wasn't frustrated, nothing would move forward. Yeah. And you said something there. I wasn't angry. Can you just on a very quick level to the difference between frustration and anger? Um, I think I think that's important. Yeah. Uh, frustration <clears throat> looks to the future. Yeah. Anger is mad at current context. That's great. That's I think that really clarifies that. Hey, yeah. Donna says this, uh, and I think maybe a lot of people feel this way. I, I never thought of that feeling of thinking of improvement as frustration. Guess that's just my denial of emotions because truth is I'm frustrated about need for change right now, and I wouldn't have called it that. That's good. It's really good. That's good. It's good stuff. Uh, and I think a lot of people probably realize that they uh, they will call it, I'm, I'm not happy. Yeah. But it's just frustration. And, and it's not joy. It's the lack of being making something what it's supposed to be. And so let's talk about it. Like, so you introduce the word happiness into the conversation. Uh, happiness as a is an identification of an emotion that is lacking or that is present. Yeah, does no good. Right. Like, yeah. no, it's I such agree. a secondary emotion. Yeah. Like you talk about. We've talked in the past of like lead lag indicators in your life, like yeah. things that things that show how things are and things that lead to how things are. Happiness is a lag indicator if there ever was one. And oh, I know somebody, good. like someone's out there, they're just bristling. They're like, how dare you talk about happiness in the context of a lag indicator? But it is. Right. Like, like you can't like you can't intentionally go, I'm going to do the things that make me happy because you're going to do a whole set of other things. Yeah. Frustration is a lead indicator. Frustration shows you what you need to do in order to more fully, ah, leadership context, Achieve what you're looking for. Get there, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff we could jump into. That's after a that. really great use case for the lead lag Thank indicators. You. We should talk more about that sometime. We that's, should. That's good stuff. Future. Uh, there is there is one other thing that I think uh, that's important to talk about, and you you talk about um, in order. So you talk about embracing it and not yeah. eliminating it, um, which I think most people. Uh, in a day-to-day or a week-to-week, we'll just kind of push it to the side, the frustration. Yeah. Right? And maybe they're not eliminating from from everything, but they are in the moment. And then eventually, over time, it doesn't matter anymore, even though it should. Accurate. How do they, what's the best uh, way someone can, uh, outside of calling it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Identifying it, naming mm-hmm. it, right? It, how do they move into embracing it after you've named it? Embracing the frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, what is the thing that they need to do right away so that they don't make it a negative thing, that it's a positive thing? 
Yeah, um, I would say uh, just a just small pieces of the process. Uh, there's this situation where Jesus encounters a man who's blind, and he says this incredible question: uh, "What do you want?" <laughs> and the man answers, oh, and great. most of us can't answer that question. We're frustrated by how things are, but we don't know what we actually want. We just know wow. we don't want how it is. And how could we just like hit on that for a second? Yeah. Being aware of what you don't want doesn't do you any good. You need to be aware of what you actually want. And so you take, this is what I want. And then you must begin to define it in terms of a process of yeah. this is how I begin to achieve what I'm actually looking for. But that first step is the most important one to say, this is what I actually seek to have happen. Otherwise, when things frustrate you, you won't have clarity on how to process it. You won't clear have any clarity on, hey, this is how I move forward. This is what I do with it. And so I go like, I, to be blunt, like, I know what I want. Yeah. I know what I want in my leadership. I know what I want through this church. I believe I know what it was created to be and what it needs. I know what I want for my family. And so when I'm frustrated, I've already got a finish line that I know how to move towards. I may not know how to move towards, sorry, let me say that, but I know what I want to move towards. Yeah. And so that source of frustration goes, now I know I can be this much closer to the goal. Now I know I can be this much closer to that finish line. That is, that is, man, you crushed that. Thanks, buddy. That's uh, I appreciate you, your affirmation you, you, and encouragement. You used last, last uh, series story of telling the story of Jesus to actually answer the question of frustration Thanks, this buddy. week. I appreciate Woo! it. That's it. That's all we got, folks. Uh, episode 96, embrace the frustration. Sum it up for us. Yeah, don't eliminate it. Embrace it. You're a leader. It's okay. Frustration is the only way you're going to make things better. It's part of who you are. Man, that's it. That's all we got. Thank yeah. you for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed yet, mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate, and review. You will not believe how that helps get this podcast into all the leaders' hands that you know every week. So we appreciate you doing that. Uh, we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life or business. Uh, if you have a story, send it to us. Visit leadinghope.online. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. <laughs>